What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality Podcast. Just wanted to say thanks for tuning into this episode. And to let you know that you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast platforms and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. up everyone <laughs> still trying to get used to this layout for the live stream welcome everyone to the 146th edition of the sports reality my name is jeremy john aka the fourth greatest grenadian of all time i have to drop the sound effect every single time because you know it's true when you hear this perfect <laughs> it's your boy jeremy john aka the little wayne of podcast perfect because i will be on any podcast hit it with the j train let's introduce my co-host for this week's show big thad what's going on what up what up what up what up folks what's going on doing all right man how's everything with you everything's good man can't complain another new week some uh exciting news as always but uh, i'm good this week man that's what's up that's what's up um i want to thank everyone uh, who's given us uh giving us praise for this podcast i want to thank everyone who's given us uh constructive criticism um this is only the fourth live stream that we've done and we're still trying to work out the kinks as you can see how we enter entered into the show still <laughs> forgot which uh what key i was using um and, and what, what where the audio was coming from but hey still getting used to it um man it's been a wild week in sports a wild week we've got a lot to get into tiger woods is in the news for some unfortunate news we'll get into that we also get into the nba all-star starters and reserves have been announced we'll get into that also coaching coaching fires and hires overnight in minnesota Uh, some players who are on the waiver wire coming up soon. Uh, and we'll also get to talk about you know, your favorite basketball player, Draymond Green. Perfect. <laughs> yes, that's your favorite player, right? Oh, you are man. fake news. Right? Thank you. Thank 
Thank you, uh, Donald Trump. Thank you, sir. <laughs> There's some NFL news also. Big trade in the NFL. We kind of discussed it last week, and it actually happened. So we'll get into that. We'll also get into our sports-free zone where we'll talk about Meek Mill and what's going on with him, uh, among other things outside of sports. We'll also then get into our black history in sports. We, we will talk about some prominent college coaches, black college coaches. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Just want to remind you all to subscribe to the podcast where podcasts are available. And that includes Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, let me bring up the the brand. I can't remember everything that we on <laughs> iHeartRadio. Uh, tune in YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. We're on all of that right now. If you're listening right now, drop a comment. Let us know that you're let us know that you're watching. We'll give you a shout out. Also, chime in with whatever we're talking about. If you have any opinions about whatever we're talking about, chime in and let us know. We greatly appreciate it. Um, let's now get into the Tiger Woods news. Mm. Tiger Woods was in a one car car accident, one car accident uh, yesterday in California. Serious leg injuries, they said so far. He, he, he went into yeah. surgery. It looks like the surgeries were successful, but um, he was on pace to like return to golf. They wanted him to, or he wanted to. At least be ready for the Masters, which was going to be in a little over a month. Right. And um, he was at the Genesis Invitational in, out in California. Uh, it was, it's his tournament, but he was there, not playing, but he was there hosting it. And he was, at, he was in the booth with Jim Nance talking about his return and saying that he was looking forward to at least a Masters appearance. And then on Monday, he was golfing with Drew Brees and Dwayne Wade, you know, and he was going to meet, um, I think, Drew Brees and Justin Herbert on Tuesday when he was heading to the golf course. And unfortunately, he was in that car accident. The car rolled over several times off the road. They had to get the jaws of life to get him out. We mentioned that he had surgery. And initially, when things, when you heard what was going on, what what was your thoughts, Dad, when when you heard about the Tiger Woods car accident? I thought he was drunk. To be honest with you, one of the things you know what I'm saying, like he just didn't know what happened. You know what I'm saying, but you you hope that like everything was at least alive. You know, like he was alive, everything was good. Because they weren't really saying much about the accident. They were just like, Tiger Woods was in an accident and showed the wreckage. And, you know, we just lost Kobe. So it's just one of the things, man. It's just like you kind of wondering, like, with history, like, hoping that everything, all that stuff wasn't involved. But, you know, it just seems like it wasn't the case that it was just a freak accident. Um, I heard some, uh, was it, I think it was ESPN earlier today. They were talking about the, the road that he went off of. Like it was easy for that commentator to, uh, 
pick up a, a lot of speed, you know what I'm saying? So, and that area is like 40, I think it's like 40 or 45 miles per hour. But uh, this commentator was like, yeah, he was just cruising. And next thing you know, he's at 60, 65 miles an hour. He had to pump the brakes, you know what I'm saying? So it's a dangerous area where that accident happened. So um, we just wish him good luck, of course, you know. Yeah, man. Um, unfortunately, that was the first news, the uh, first thing that I thought of. I thought it was alcohol or prescription pills were involved somehow. Right, with his history. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? And, you know, his, you know, his back injury and all that. You never know. You know, you, you mentioned also, I mean, he had the DUI a few years ago. He had the incident with the escalade in the in the in the five iron with his with his ex-wife where he was alcohol was involved during that time also the numerous injuries also i did not get to get a chance to see it but have you seen the tiger woods documentary that i think believe showtime did no i haven't seen it uh i heard about it not like the particulars or anything like that but i heard he wasn't involved in it so i was like uh, it's kind of like britney <laughs> so yeah, uh I I will get it I will try and look at it when I have the time to. Uh side note, I actually I'll talk about it in a sports free zone cuz 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 it it'll, it'll fit for that that segment. But uh, yeah, man, um it looks like it's serious leg injuries they said. They're not being specific about what that is. Is it just broken legs broken ankles or broke any bones in the lower body is it ligament damage is it nerve damage tendon damage we we don't know they did say uh i want to say in the espn thing was uh they were worried about infection and whatnot and then they brought up the alex smith incident with him where you know they were worried about infection and all that with stuff being open and his flesh something you know their muscle and flesh being uh contaminated with you know outside stuff so like you know like say this dirt or whatever so they were worried about that also mm-hmm. yeah man um now let's actually get to the golf side he's not playing in the masters nope for sure he's not gonna probably play in the u.s open later this year do you think he even returns to golf next year. I, I'm I'm putting this year as a wash for him. Do you think he returns to golf next year? You know what? It really depends on his recovery. You know what I'm saying? If his recovery is good, physical therapy is good, he, he'd possibly be back. But it all depends on how bad the injuries are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they say it's substantial injury, but... uh yeah, you don't know, man. It really depends on his recovery more than anything. Man, it's it's real unfortunate. Um, so yeah, man, prayers for Tiger Woods, no doubt. Uh, his family, his close friends. It's gonna be a trying time for for everyone involved in the Tiger Woods family and Tiger Woods circle. Let's now get to the NBA. Talk about the NBA All Star Game, uh, Big Dad. Did you see the NBA All-Stars and the NBA All-Star rosters? No. Um, I knew it was coming up, but I never paid attention. I 
I did hear there was some snubs, as always. But uh, it's just one of them things, man. You know, the fan when the fans are involved, it's a problem. But then, you know, the reserves, it's just one of them things where you're kind of like, what? What are you doing? Like, yeah, it's crazy. So here we go. Here's the all-star starters. Let's start with the East. We have uh, Kevin Durant. Which will be the captain. Uh, now we're not obviously having East and West. They're going to pick the teams later. But Kevin Durant was the leading vote getter in the East. Uh, they, they then have Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, and Kyrie Irving. Are you cool with that starting uh, that starting lineup from the East? Yeah, I'm cool with it. I I actually voted for all of those guys except Kyrie Irving. I did have Trey Young as that's that's who I had for 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 the East starter. Um, But four out of five, that's pretty close. Pretty good prediction. Let's not get to the West. We have uh, LeBron James, who was the leading leading vote getter in the West and the West All-Stars that will accompany him in the starting lineup. Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic and Kawhi Leonard. You cool with the West Western starters? I'm actually surprised that Luca is a starter. Hmm. You know, so I'm actually surprised about that. Um, not because of his play, more because of the team. But then again, we we got to reiterate this is the fans. You know, what I'm saying so. It's not surprising that he is there, but me. I would probably put him as a reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think he, he's a he's a starter in the, in the in the West, and it's funny. Last night, he did you see that game last night? No, I didn't see the game, but I did see the shot. <laughs> back back to back possessions, man. I'm just like, yo, this dude is he is on fire. Let's now get to the reserves. Start with the Eastern reserves: Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics. We have uh, James Harden of the Brooklyn Nets, Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls, um, Julius Randle of the New York Knicks, Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, Nikola Vucevic of the Orlando Magic. And now let's get to the West reserves. We have Anthony Davis of the Lakers, Paul George of the Clippers, Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz, Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers, Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz, Chris Paul of the Phoenix Suns, and Zion Williamson of the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, hmm. and, and did anyone get snubbed on this uh, off the All Star team? Oh, you right now, Devin Booker. Perfect. He's been killing it for sure. Team is team is playing well too, right? And, and out of that, Chris Ball's on the team. Like you would think, right. if Chris Ball's on it, then maybe Devin Booker would be on the team also. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, that's that to me. That's just ridiculous that he he is not on an All Star team. Another player, Trey Young, in my opinion, should have been. I mean, right. Atlanta's doing okay. He was an All Star last year when Atlanta was bad. His numbers are, if I remember correctly, very similar or better than last mm-hmm. year. 
So I'm kind of like, why is he not on the all-star team? Which is, it's just, it's just real interesting that, that he did not get it. Now, obviously as reserves, you have the combination of it's still fans. It's, it's, it's coaches, it's players. Um, and uh, you want to hear an interesting thing about the all-star vote voting process. The fans, when it comes to forward positions in the East, Gordon Haywood was, I think, like sixth. Mm. Among the coaches, he was like seven or eight. Okay. But among the NBA players, he was 15th. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. What, what do you think? Why do you think that's the case? That, that, that NBA players voted him as the 15th best, you know, player. In the East. I think they think he's just not that good. What do you have this? This was not part of the the rundown, but but where would you rank? You know, is is okay? Here's a better question: Is Haywood Hayward? Sorry, is is he a? He's not elite. But is he in that second or third tier of like forwards in the NBA? I will put him in the second tier, like towards the bottom of the second tier, I guess. <sighs> Depending on how many, you know, like what's for how many's first tier. So, like, are you going five? Okay, first tier is obviously LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, Durant. Um, and we're still talking about forwards. AD. AD, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> AD. I wasn't sure if you were going to consider him a center. You know. uh, I mean, whatever. Because um, then you got to put Embiid in there too. Yeah. You know what? I put Hayward on the Bertans level. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Bertans. So okay, so we'll put it in third tier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if second tier, he's at the bottom of the second tier, he's hovering over to the third. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Oh, man. Um, we got a. Uh... At least one, well, a viewer that's willing to participate on the stream, uh, Open Box Podcast. How you guys doing today? Doing well. Thank you, for, thank you for tuning into the live stream. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. We're podcasts available. Obviously, you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe there. We will definitely subscribe to you all and check you all out. Check you all out. Uh, the Open Box Podcast. Um, other NBA news: The Minnesota Timberwolves mm-hmm. fired their coach. Flip Saunders' son. What's his first name? I don't even know his first name. I just know he's Flip Saunders. I didn't Saunders. even know Flip Saunders had a son. Yes, yes. So Flip Saunders' I, son. Well, see, that's what when you said the Timberwolves and you said Flip Saunders, and then you said son, I was like, Flip is still coaching. No, uh, well, unfortunately, uh, but then he passed. Yes, he passed away. That's what I okay, all right. <laughs> I don't even. I say Rick. I don't even know. Let me Google his name. I just know him as Flip Saunders' son. 
He was coaching the last uh, couple years for the Minnesota Timberwolves. They weren't Ryan. I knew it was an R word. Ryan Saunders. Okay. Um, he was uh, fired on Monday, Sunday night. Monday, within hours. Chris Finch, who was a assistant coach for the, I'm having a black Toronto Raptors. Uh, they hired him overnight. What? <laughs> hold on, hold on. So they took this man from another team. Yes, another team. Oh, they've been looking then. They they must have been talking, interviewing, and then when they made the decision, it was like, hey, do you want to? We're doing this. Are you gonna come over and take this position? Yeah, every everyone is uh, just just assuming that they knew, and they were just waiting for a time to try and get uh, Ryan Saunders out of there. And now they brought this guy, and now. Some NBA players have uh, voiced their frustration with the hiring process that the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're kind of like, and I, it's sad. I can't remember the new. I can't remember. I can't remember the, the coach's name, but the assistant coach that's on the Minnesota Timberwolves has mm-hmm. been in the league for a while, worked his way up, and the assumption was if you're going to get rid of Ryan Saunders was. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna make him the assistant coach, and they overlook. I mean, that's what they usually do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least when it's especially in the middle of the season, you know what I'm saying. So it's coming up on All Star, so midweek. Well, the midpoint of the season, you would think that they would have did it then. You know, fired him, moved up the assistant, and then had the coaching search for the next season. Yeah, but they decided we're forget this. We're about to just get this guy from uh, from from the Timberwolves. Now, Chris Finch and Gerson Rosas, the general manager for the Minnesota Timberwolves, have a relationship, a friendship, a a working relationship mm-hmm. together that they had in Houston. So there's oh, some well, then, familiarity there. There's uh, some comfortability there. So we understand that it's just. The issue comes where it's kind of like, you know, some guys are working really hard and it's just like, all right, I'm going to go hire my friend. (laughs) You know, you're you're thinking you're going to be the next person up for this. And then it's, yeah, let me go hire my friend. (laughs) But then it's kind of like, so they hired this coach overnight. Does this coach have a coaching staff? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, like, yeah, there's a assistant staff there but does he want to work with these guys you know what I'm saying do you keep them you know he's gonna have to work with them for at least this season I mean I don't think you fire or let go of people on your staff and then bring in a staff because of guys who are from other teams so it's real messy now the positive thing with the Minnesota Timberwolves this uh this weekend did you see that dunk that Edwards had, Anthony Edwards had on the Raptors? That was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the player that he dunked I on? don't even know the dude's name. He's Japanese, uh, plays for the Raptors. I never seen the dude until he got dunked. <laughs> right. 
Anthony Edwards went up, banged on him, and just kind of like it was so bad that he fell on top of him. Like, <laughs> right? It was like he didn't even try to like, you know, help his fall. He just said, "Yo, you're under me. I'll just land on you." <laughs> Other news in the NBA, Kristaps Porzingis, rumors of him being traded already from the team. <laughs> what crazy. Why is it that he's already, these rumors are already coming up with Kristaps? It's got to be his contract. It's got to be. And I know he's been injured a bit too, but Dallas is his best situation that he's had his, since he came into the NBA. So I think, I think that's a worse well, no, nah, it's a bad move. You know, I, if you trade him, that's just a bad move. He, he's perfect with uh, with Luca. It, I think it probably does have something to do with his contract. Um, unfortunately, with that contract, I I don't have the particulars here, but it's prob the 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 problem is he's not a he's not a he's a very he's a great number three on a team on a championship team. Right, right. And he's an okay number two. And I feel like maybe Dallas is like, look, we gotta get if we gotta get more pieces in here. And the easiest way to get more pieces is to get rid of Kristaps Sportsinkus. Now, what team do you think you'll be a good fit on? Wizards. <laughs> we'll talk about the Wizards coming up, but uh I think that'd be his best situation. I, I have well, look. I'm gonna give a shout out when we when that time. Actually, since we're here, since we're talking about Kristaps, we'll at least talk about him in this sense, and then we'll get back to the Wizards specifically. Uh, shout out to my man, and we got some uh some uh some agreement from from the live stream. I agree, Wizards all the way. That's uh that's what Open Box Podcast has said. The Wizards all the way. My friend uh Gerard Graham, he uh. He threw a trade. He he asked. He was like, "Should we should we make a trade for him?" And he had one out there. Said uh, Davis Bertans, Rui Hachimura, a top three protected first round pick for Kristaps Porzingis. What do you what do you, what do you think about that? Um, where are we getting this top three protected uh, pick from? Well, it would have to be a pick. So it would have to be next year's pick, I believe. Is it next year's? Because when oh, is... I mean the fo- the the following year, because next yeah, year's cause... pick is the wall pick. Right, right. Now my understand. I know you can't do consecutive years, but I think it's you can't do consecutive years in the same trade. I believe you can then trade the next one to somebody else. I believe. Right, right, right. Um, do do you do that if you're the Wizards general manager? Rui. Times. Hmm. I would say yeah. You're getting the you're getting two players for one guy, and those two players kind of match him. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of those two players in one. You know. I'm just kind of like. You're almost giving up too much, too. I, I'm just not sold on Kristaps. That's all it is. I'm just not sold on him. <laughs> and I was just like, but 
But we we got the two players already, Beal and Westbrook, and he could be the right. the third. I don't know, man. I feel like Rui can be the future, and maybe that's me because I've been wanting Rui Hachimura to be on the Wizards team, be way before he even got drafted by the Wizards. Right, right, right. So right. I, you know, I was talking about him since after his r- sophomore year in college. So maybe that's why I have you know sentimental reasons for wanting to keep him. But you know, I, I don't know. Kristaps, he's a little too injured for me. Yeah, gotcha. and the Wizards can't be dealing with injuries right now. When you, nope. especially when you have Russell Westbrook, who is feeling better, but you know, can be iffy at times. Thomas right. Bryan is already out. For the year, so uh, you got you got Lopez, man. You got Lopez and uh, Alex Lynn. <laughs> we'll talk I mean. about the Wizards a little bit later. Demarcus Cousins was uh, waived. Did you see that from the Rockets? Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Yes, he was waived. Um, they thought he, they could get a trade for him, and now you know. He is going to be a free agent pretty soon. What team do you think he should go to? You know where he's going? Where? Lakers. To me, it makes to me it makes sense because he was on the team until he got injured last year. And then the rumors of domestic violence. It wasn't even domestic violence. It was just assault against a woman that ended up. It looks like nothing ever came out of it. It was just a rumor. That's what it looks right. like. We don't know. Story just went away. We have no idea. Um, but I, I think he's going to go there, especially with Anthony Davis down for at least, you know, four weeks at least. Right. And uh, Marcus Gasol's old. Yeah. So, I mean, the less minutes he's playing, it might actually be the best for well, the see, Los the Angeles Lakers. Well, the see thing, the funny thing with me is, his contract isn't big, so I'm kind of like I never thought they would have even thought about trading him. He mm-hmm. doesn't have a big contract. He only, well, did he sign a regular contract or did he just sign like a one year thing with Houston? I would have to check that out, check that out because I can't remember the details. I just remember the contract he did have with the Lakers was not big. No, nah, that was a one-year thing. Yeah. yeah. and Isn't that crazy? He was offered a two-year extension worth $40 million, and he turned it down to go to the Warriors for a one-year $5 million. Remember, he then gets hurt very quickly. Right. And then, you know, they don't win the finals while he's there. You know what? He was doing the the LeBron thing. The LeBron contract thing, you know, the two-year contract with one that opts out, and I think he did that because he thought he was going to have a great season, and then get this big contract again, mm-hmm. and then he gets injured. So that's it. That's real unfortunate. Real, real unfortunate. Other news in the NBA: um, Draymond Green. Your boy Draymond Green, Big Thad. He was it, he was assessed a technical foul. That was which, hilarious f- for arguing with the referee. Now, mind you, the referees made a bad call. 
a bad call. They called jump ball in a situation where Hayward actually traveled, fell to the ground by himself with the basketball. They end up tying it up. They supposed to say jump ball. They awarded the timeout to the Hornets. Draymond Green gets upset. He's arguing, cussing, gets assessed the technical foul. It's his second technical foul. It's with seconds left in the game. It's a tie game. So now the Hornets just have to hit the free throws, and that ended up winning the game. Now uh, Draymond Green, you know, spoke about it after the game. But there was an interesting clip on NBA radio. Uh, Jump shot Eddie. Eddie jump shot Johnson. Jump shot eight. You know Eddie Johnson? Used to play with the Rockets and the Suns. Jump shot Eddie. Come on, man. Get out of my face. What? Jump shot Eddie. Whatever. You're saying he wasn't good in the NBA? No. Eddie Johnson wasn't good in the NBA? No. Oh, jeez. No. (laughs) Well, Eddie Johnson. He wasn't no Robert Ory. You know what I'm saying? Come on. He might be better than Robert Ord as as a player. Oh, come on, whatever. Big shot, Bob. He that's is big shot, Bob. Yeah, that's, that's big shot, shot Bob. Bob. But if we talking you know about a saying? you know being a <laughs> like uh, just a, a basketball player that has to play you know forty eight minutes in a game, you know? Did, didn't he play for the Lakers too? Who Eddie Johnson? Yeah. Mm, or is that another? I don't think Eddie so. I don't think so. Okay. But yeah, Eddie yeah. Johnson had. The most points coming off the bench. And that just got broken by Lou Williams. Like, just got broken by by Lou Williams. Also, Eddie Johnson has the most points ever of a player not in the Hall of Fame. And I I believe eventually he'll get in. Just because, uh, you know, people are going to go back and say, oh, yeah, look out. Anyways, Eddie Johnson had some interesting uh, words to say about... Draymond Green, take a listen to this. Here's a case in point. I'm not going to say his name because he knows me, but the guy was a good-looking guy, but he was dorky. He wore glasses. He didn't have to. He should have got contact lenses, didn't comb his hair. But, you know, you could tell That's he's a nice-looking like guy. He has no hair. And he joined a frat, and all of a sudden he combed his hair, took his glasses off, and the women was all over him. Okay? That's Draymond. That's Draymond. Draymond needs to understand that he's not as good as he is with his mouth up there in talent to where Steve Kerr is going to continue to deal with this. He's got to understand it. You're talking about a guy in 26 games since January the 1st has only had three double-figure scoring games in points. Three. Three. Okay? And two rebound double-figure scoring games. That's normally a scrub at the end of the bench. The only thing that saves him is he's allowed to run their offense and he's had and he's averaged 7.4 assists in February. That's it. So you cannot be throwing games. You're not Steph Curry. You're not Klay Thompson. And you're not even Kevin Durant, the guy that you got into and left. Okay? You're Draymond Green. You're the dressing on the salad. That's it. And he's got to understand that. He cannot compromise games. He is not that good. He is not the star. He is not the guy that can curse out the officials and get away with it. Charles Barkley once undressed an official so bad he should he could have been naked. And the official looked at it and Charles said, you, you won't throw me out. 
It's a national game. I dare you. <laughs> okay? And he didn't. I mean, he's not him. Then, the floor is yours. Yo, that was hilarious. <laughs> but it's all facts, though. That's Draymond. It's a triple single, man. Triple single. <laughs> if y'all are wa- y'all are watching this right now, triple single is when you're not, like he said, no double figures in any stat category. He's a triple single dude. You know what I'm saying? Charles Barkley said it best. You know what I'm saying? But he's right. Draymond's not the star. You might be one of the out, mo- outspoken people, but you're not the star. Don't nobody care about you, man. Yeah, man. It's... He... Draymond Green will obviously going down as a Hall of Fame basketball player. When you look at three rings, when you also look at him being a defensive player, at least one time, I believe two times, but at least one time. And his association with one of the greatest teams, the 73 and nine teams. Yes, they didn't win, but they still won 73 games. Also, they, you know, won the year prior. Then won twice with Kevin Durant. You know, he's going to be known for that. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame, especially with the pattern of how players get into the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. I was about to say. (laughs) I'm not not giving him Hall of Fame vote. Nah. (laughs) So he's going to get in. But at the same time, I think we got to be real honest and just be like, look, just like... Eddie Johnson said he's the salad dressing. Facts. That that was hilarious when he said that. You're, you're not going to eat just salad dressing. Mm-mm. But if there's a bowl of lettuce, you can eat a bowl of lettuce if you really need to without salad dressing. It's not the best, but if you really need to, you can still eat it. You can get sustenance from that. <laughs> you can't get it from salad dressing. And it's very similar to someone that I know. And I know when they hear this, they are going to be bust. They're going to be laughing. They're probably going to text me and say, why did you bring this up? So I'm not going to even say the person's name. But we were playing basketball one time. And um, my friend, you know, he was playing. And someone else on the court started chirping with him. It was someone that wasn't really good and someone that wasn't really contributing to winning on their basketball team when it comes to pick up basketball so my friend said you are creamer you got to be put in something to be something You gotta be put in something to be something. It's an evil world we live in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just yeah, the creamer is worse than (laughs) us. You're worse than Draymond. (laughs) So, yes, Draymond has had a great. You could say a great career. 
you know, three championships, defensive player of the year, at least once, I, maybe twice, I can't remember. All defensive teams consistently. But, nah, man, he can't be wild not like that and expecting his team look, to win. I don't think Draymond would be a starter in the NBA if he wasn't with Golden State. I, it's very possible. He went to the right situation. Mm-hmm. And he benefited. But yeah, it could have been it could have been totally different it was if he was on another team. Could have been totally different. Let's now get to uh the favorite teams of the hosts here. The Washington Wizards Ooh. were on a five game winning streak until last night when they lost to the Clippers. But let's talk about the five game winning streak. I mean, we, we already spoke about the first three Celtics, Rockets, or the first two. Then on Wednesday night, after we recorded last week, they beat the Nuggets. Then on Saturday on the road, defeated the Portland Trailblazers with a very good game by Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. That might have been Westbrook's best game all year. And then on Monday night, they beat the defending champion, Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, the Lakers did not have Anthony Davis or Dennis Schroeder, but still, they had a guy named LeBron James on the team. And the Wizards were down by 17 points in the third quarter. Still found a way to come back and win the game in overtime. And in overtime, Russell Westbrook was the guy who really got things going on. Now, he missed a lot of free throws. A lot of free throws. He's been missing free throws. To me, the key is he's not bending his knees. That's all it is to me. You saw that air ball? Yes. (laughs) He's He's had two in the last week. And he just looked at it like, huh? How did that happen? <laughs> but he played pretty well. Now, last night, look, I was being greedy. I asked for a win against the Clippers. It was back-to-back nights. I'm not shocked that they lost. They lost by almost 20 points. Paul George was on fire. They have Kawhi Leonard. But um, Serge Ibaka was playing well. Also, um, who else was playing well on the team for them? Marcus Morris was playing well also. So they lost. Now they do have one more game before they end this road trip. It's, I believe, against the Nuggets. Uh, yeah, the Nuggets coming up on Thursday or Friday. Mm. They already beat the Nuggets last week. Yes, it's a road game. They'll be playing in the mile high. So they, they have to deal with those effects. But I think they can win. Now, I'm happy that they're winning. One of the key reasons they're winning is the rotations have been getting a lot better. So I got I to gotta give credit to Scott Brooks for at least doing that right during this run. The team is playing better defense, right. for sure. Switching better, better rotations, uh, better man-to-man defense. It seems like these guys are taking it seriously. So they're playing a lot better. Now, obviously... Might not be good for my demands of getting Scott Brooks out of here if they keep on winning these games. But right, hey, right, right. you know, hopefully they still, you know, make a move later and get him out of here. Now the Los Angeles Lakers. We mentioned they did lose to the Wizards. The game previous, they lost to the Heat on Saturday. Primetime game. LeBron James did not get a lot of touches on the last few possessions. Um, now, the last possession, Miami did a great job double teaming him and forcing him to pass it to Caruso and Caruso did not have enough time to give it back to him. Caruso takes the takes the shot. They lose. 
But there were other possessions where, don't get me wrong, LeBron James got them within the game. Right. Kept them in the game. The last few possessions, it's like they couldn't get him the ball. So I'm not going to even put that on LeBron. I'm putting that on his teammates and his coaching staff for not drawing a place to actually get him the ball. But yes, so they're on a little skid here. And also Anthony Davis is going to be out for close to four weeks. Dennis Schroeder should be returning pretty soon. But um, do you think this is just uh, the Lakers just need to get healthy and they'll be right back? Or are there, are there some chinks in the armor with the Los Angeles Lakers? It's just injuries, man. Injuries and time taken away. Um, LeBron's playing crazy. Um, it's just the rest of the team, man. There's nobody. <clears throat> there's really nobody to really step up and take over for somebody like AD. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of the things. LeBron's has has had worse teams. You know what I'm saying? Where he's had to make them better. You know what I'm saying? So they, it's just one of them things right now. You know, injuries is going through the season after having a longer season than everybody else. So it's all good. But, you know, uh, did you hear about your boy? Who? Quinn? Oh, yeah. He was, uh, was he released? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, look. Leave, you better leave Quinn look look leave look Quinn y'all alone. know how my thoughts on Quinn Cook those who listen to the podcast and I, I remember tweeting you the other night I can't remember Quinn what game. game yeah Quinn gets in the game it was the Nets game because they were losing at this point it was pretty much a blowout Nets had got them out of there mm-hmm. they put Quinn Cook in and I, t- I tweet you I'm like yeah look, look who's in the game Quinn Cook look I clown the dude for not, he's not a bad basketball player. I clown him for more of the personal, uh, local things with him, you know, the, but that's neither here or there for this conversation. I never wish him to like not be in the league. So obviously when I heard it, I was like, damn, that sucks. Like, do you think the Wizards should, Okay. If we didn't have Raul Nato on this team, I would say for sure, bring him in. But if you're bringing him in, he's just going to sit on the bench anyway here. Because Raul Nato is playing pretty good. Yeah, he's playing real good. I I was trying to figure out who this dude was a couple games ago when I saw him playing, and he was getting it in. And I was like, oh, who's this guy? So, yeah. So, I, I, you know, obviously bringing him here for the Wizards just doesn't, I mean, he's not going to play. So <laughs> there'll be, there'll be no, no point in bringing him in. Uh, that will wrap it up here for our NBA segment. Let's now get into the NFL. Big Dad, big trade in the NFL that happened last week. Uh, explain the trade for our listeners. So Carson Wentz traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a second rounder. And a conditional second, which could turn into a first-round pick if uh, Carson gets 75% of the snaps of this upcoming season. Mm. So, barring injury, that pick would most likely be a first-round pick. Hmm. And I can't remember if it's how they laid 
the, the rounders out? If it's like a second round this season and another second round, or is it a second round this season and uh, the following season? I'm not sure. I can't remember that. Now, wasn't that exactly what we spoke about, you know, last week yeah. that it'll probably yeah. end up being something like this? <laughs> yeah, we we actually thought it was going to be like a first rounder and a third rounder or or the original trade, which was two second rounders. But they're, they're coming out saying that this, this trade pick, uh, the picks for this trade were the only ones that they did. And that Indianapolis, their, their guy basically said, Eagles, you have to make a choice. Like we're, you got a time limit. Like, either trade them or don't. But you got to give us time. We're not going to stick around and wait for it. Yeah, man. Now, uh, did you hear about the uh, Michael Pittman Jr.? Oh, yes. He's not giving up his number. Yeah, not giving up number 11. (laughs) He said that Carson Wentz asked him. And he said, nah. And then Carson Wentz said, well, yeah, I was kind of thinking about, you know, possibly changing numbers anyway. Do you think Carson Wentz just said that to save face on the conver- on the phone conversation? Of course. Because <laughs> why would you ask? Car- Car- Carson literally was in that mind thinking that this dude was like, "Oh, you're a starting quarterback." Yeah, sure, I'll give you my number. You know what I'm saying? And dude was like, "Nah, it's not happening." To me, Carson Wentz, even though he he is a Super Bowl champion, he's had a year where. He could have been the MVP if it wasn't for that injury. He still hasn't done enough for me to be like, okay, you're coming to the team. I'll give you my jersey. Nah, nah. Now, mind you, Pittman, he he was he had another number. I think a, a, two numbers, and then got to this one, and now he's like, nah, <laughs> I'm keeping this. I'm not. I don't care who comes in. Cam Newton in the news. He was on the I Am Athlete podcast, spoke about his time in New England and also the other things like his off-the-field endeavors, his cigar bar, restaurant, fashion, giving back to the community and stuff like that. Well, over the weekend, a video surfaced of him getting into it with a teenager at a seven-on-seven tournament in South Carolina, teenager said, quote, you are ass. You're about to be a free agent. Um, Cam Newton says, well, I'm rich. And the kid is like, yeah, you're about to be broke because you're not about to be on a team. Cam Newton said, look, man, I ain't arguing with a kid. Where your pops at right now? <laughs> they go back and forth. The clip ends there. Everyone on social media who's into this has their opinion. Now, Cam Newton did on his IG account put a longer exchange where they actually have a civil conversation after mm-hmm. all of that. Like, they're talking, and, um, you know, the kid is kind of like, okay, like, you can tell the kid is understands where Cam is, is coming from. The kid then get people find him on, on IG and, and on Twitter. They looked at his highlights in, in high school and the dude has the kid has done nothing in high school. He was on the he was at this tournament, but he ain't really a good football player. So people started going after him on that sense. Right. 
he ended up issuing apologies. He's like, look, man, I, I was acting reckless toward an older person, so I apologize for that. But let's talk about it from the Cam Newton perspective. Did Cam Newton do anything wrong during this exchange with this kid? Only thing I could say is that he shouldn't. I'm going to say he should have never even really went back with the kid. You know what I'm saying? The back and forth. Uh, I mean, who cares? This is a little kid. Like, you're a grown man. You're an NFL professional. Where that kid wants to be, you're already ahead of him. You don't need to drop down to his level. I I would say the only thing that I would say, like, Cam... You could have said something better was the part where he said, I'm rich. I'm rich. He could have just said, he could have just, honestly, I know what he's trying to say. He's basically saying, like you said, I got to this level that you want to get to. And I've made millions, something that everyone wants to do. Right. He could have, I just think he could have said, yeah, man, I've been in the NFL, NFL MVP. What have you done? Right. That was the, and that would have been good. Like, I, look, kids gotta stop acting reckless to some people. Yo, so reckless, yo, so reckless. Because <laughs> it was funny. I was listening to a podcast, and they said they were like, "One, that kid must be from Pennsylvania, like Philly area." <laughs> but then also, they were like, "Yo, you should have just like brushed kid off. Like, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like." And then the kid, they said that the kid, uh, they found out there was like other interviews or whatever. And they asked one of the players, like, so what is this kid? Like, is he good? Whatever. They were like, he's fast. (laughs) They were like, no, is he good? Is he like great at some things he does? They literally answered, he's fast. (laughs) Yeah, man. Look. And, and look, this is the thing. Where do you ever get the access to be around an MVP caliber player of the sport that you play in right. being around you? That was the time to get advice. That was the time to get insight. You know, yeah, I don't. There was the coaches. <laughs> that too. I don't. You know I don't have a problem with kids who feel like, look, I'm good. Let's go one-on-one or let's do this drill and let's see it. But, like, when you out here calling another grown man ass and, like, and expecting him to not, like, respond back, like, come on. Um, Yo, could you imagine if that was Pac-Man Jones? (laughs) Pac-Man Jones would have fought the kid, probably. Right. (laughs) Like, he would have fought the kid. You know, he, talking about Pac-Man Jones, he just had, like, a bar fight, like, a a week and a half or two weeks ago. Right. Yeah, but yeah, man. It's kind of like, you, you, did you ever just hear the story about OJ Mayo and Michael Jordan? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like that. Like, Michael Jordan just was like, look, you're not going to be talking to me any which way. Right. Come on, let's play. <laughs> he said, let's play. <laughs> Never scored again. <laughs> and where is OJ Mayo right now? Yes, I understand he made it to the league. Back. And he had a decent rookie year, but like he was supposed to be the next Kobe. Right. Nowhere to be found for his own, on his own volition. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, 
We have no news when it comes to the favorite teams of the hosts of the Minnesota Vikings and the Dallas Cowboys. Except, oh, I guess I guess the Dallas Cowboys, uh, they're going to sign uh, Dak Prescott to the franchise tag or assign the uh, franchise tag on him. And, um, yeah. Yeah, they have up until, I forgot what date, later this year where they can reach a long-term deal. Ultimately, I think there will be a long-term deal. I just think it's going to be a lot. It's going to come down to the wire. I don't know if they're going to actually let him play on the tag again this coming season. But uh, you never know with Jerry Jones how any of this could go. Oh, your Washington football team, Thad. What's the news coming out of your Washington football team? Supposedly, um, they're going to have a new name. Mm-hmm. So they like set up a website, which is gonna like go through the process of the new name and take fan suggestions and all that other stuff. I'm at the point where just call them the football team. You already changed the name once. Perfect. Now you're at football team. I have no problem with them being called the Washington football team. It's great. No. I, I, you know what? I do love how they don't have a logo, and it's just the number on the helmets. I know you said you like it. I, I said it since day one, and I'm not even a fan of the team. And people slandered me when I said, "Yo, watch, I just keep that." Like, yeah, like teams that all over the world don't have nicknames. Like, it's, it's just the location, and yeah. when it comes to soccer, they'll go a football club. Or, right. or basketball, they'll say basketball club. <laughs> Why not? Man, and like just like Alabama with their numbers on the helmets, you got a, you got a team like that in the NFL. That to me, that'll be that'd be perfect. And it's unique. We're the football team. Yep. So yeah, man. I, I think that's that that should be good. Um, let's now get to our quick hitters. Fernando Tatis. <laughs> Did you see that deal? <laughs> Yo, tell, tell them what the deal was and I'm going to tell you what there's something that's going on with that deal too that a lot of people don't realize but go ahead 14 year extension which by the way he only played one full year in the majors <laughs> and they were just like alright we got to get this dude 14 year 340 million dollar extension I believe it will kick in it's not next year. Basically, he's going to be on the team until like 2036. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he stays all 14 years. Now, what, what were you saying about the deal? So, he's not going to get all of that money. So, when he was down in uh, Dominican Republic, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. There's some company down there that deals with players and all that. And he signed a contract with them where any money that he gets, he gets a percentage. Well, they get a percentage Mm. out of that contract. Mm. So they're saying that over the life of that deal, they're going to make like, I think it's like 20 or 30 million off of that contract. Mm. 
and he can't get out of that. It's a lifetime thing. I'm surprised he did something like that because, like, I mean, his pops was a baseball player. Unless he's not cool with his pops, I don't know. Like, yeah. you would think his connect with his pops would get him into the league if he's this good, too. Right, I right, I mean, right, his father, right. Fernando Tatis Sr., I mean, he was pretty good. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, that's real interesting. That's real interesting. Other news. Naomi Osaka won the Australian Open. Along the way, she defeated Serena Williams in the semifinals and then mm-hmm. won in the finals. Naomi Osaka. Is she the best women's tennis player in the world right now? Right now, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. She's she's really killed it. Um only thing I could say is she hasn't won every single Grand Slam or whatever mm-hmm. that she's been in. You know what I'm saying? So she still has a she still has a, a little bit to go to be on that Serena level, but she's there. Right now, she's the best in the world right now. But they have her at like number three or something like that. Yeah. Tennis. I mean, I'm not going to act like I'm some tennis guru, but it is just a little weird that, you know, the the players that tend to be dominating aren't always, they're not even the, they're not usually the top ranked players, which is so odd. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with, I know with this time around, it has to do with some some point thing that they have because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So they have some kind of, with the ranking, they have some kind of calculations in regards to COVID and how the points and everything roll out. But it, everybody knows she's number one in the world right now. Also, there's some news coming out of Congress. There's a bill that's coming out the name, image, and likeness bill that has uh, some that may that Congress is going to vote on. Oh, yeah, where it's going to introduce compensation for players, players being able to return to college even if they're drafted by teams. Oh, like baseball? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be eligible for like most sports now. That'd be dope. Because I mean, football is not going to happen. Besides, I mean, the whole getting drafted, coming back type thing. But, like, if it's NBA or baseball, soccer, you know what I'm saying? Those things have already been in place. Now you can actually get compensated for it. That'd be dope. Yeah, it says um, it grants athletes the right to enter a sports draft and retain their eligibility as long as they do not receive compensation from a professional sports league. So very similar to kind of similar to baseball, how baseball has it already. Uh, Mind you, it is um, it is a Republican backed bill, which is a shocker to me. Yeah, considering uh, they wanted to just give us six (laughs) hundred dollars. Which I haven't gotten. By the way, <laughs> I have not gotten it. I got the first one at twelve hundred, but uh, the six hundred it didn't happen. <laughs> well, um, we'll talk about it in our sports free zone coming up. Some things with uh, the COVID relief bill coming up. Let's now get into our champ and chump of the week. 
Every week we celebrate those that do well and we criticize those that do not. Big Thad, who's your champ of the week? Champ of the week, you know what? I'm going to give that to uh, the Colts and Carson Wentz. Baby, want a champ. They got Amanda one to get out of Philly. They had a quarterback need. I think it'd be a good situation because the last time Carson once had a good season was with uh, Frank Wright. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he's in Indy. I think it's going to be a match. I don't think he's going to be MVP quality. Well, qualities are. But uh, I think it's a better situation for him than being with the Eagles. My champ of the week has to go to the Washington Wizards. Baby, want to chill. When you go on a five-game winning streak, first five-game winning streak since the 17-18 season, Ooh. <laughs> you gotta give them, gotta give them the credit, man. So yeah, they are they playing defense. <laughs> playing defense. Jeez. Oh my goodness. So yeah, they are the champ of the week. Big Dad. Yeah. Who's the champ of the week? This one's a tough one, man. Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Because you're a chump. Why, why are they brother, the chump of the week? I know your brother's going to hate me. Oh, yeah. He, one, but, he's know. an Eagles fan. Nah, man. It's just, they're just doing some weird things in that organization. And, like, they're, I think, most of the moves are looking like cat moves, but they're just making dumb decisions. The decisions, I'm sorry. Lurie, I think it's Lurie, the yeah. GM. Um, he's made some terrible decisions, man. Like Jalen Hurts, you know what I'm saying? When you had your franchise quarterback and you kind of basically forced a bad season out of once. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then Deshaun uh, Jackson. Um, who else? Alshon Jeffrey is yes. uh, being. Uh, he got released. Also, he got released. I think Jason Kelsey might be disappearing too. It's just they're just making some real weird decisions, man. And I got to give them the chump. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, my chump of the week. I mean, you got to give it to Draymond Green. Because <laughs> you're a chump. I mean, when, yes. when you get compared to salad dressing. Salad dressing. And rightfully, I mean, it wasn't someone being wrong. They weren't wrong with what they said. Come on, yeah. That's my chump of the week. What uh, what salad dressing is he, though? Ooh. Um... But I have to compare him to a salad dressing. Balsamic vinegar? I don't know. I like balsamic <laughs> vinegar. So he's still good. Like, it's just... You're just not going to eat balsamic vinegar on everything. Like, mm. it really can't go on everything. No. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you know. That, I was going to say blue cheese. Oh, blue cheese. Because, I mean, who wants to really eat blue cheese... On salad, but you could definitely put it with wings, like ranch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but mm-mm. he's blue cheese to me. 
Oh man, uh, that'll wrap it up here for our sports free zone. Let, I mean, for our championship of the week. Let's now get into our sports free zone. We take a break from sports, talk about what's happening in pop culture. The winter storm in Texas. Some news came out of that. Ted Cruz, the senator, or one of the senators from Texas, took a trip to Cancun with his family while the state was dealing with a blizzard. Massive snow snowstorm, snowmageddon, a lot of resident a lot of Texas residents lost power. And he decided to go to Cancun. He was spotted on an airplane. Photos were taken, put all over social media, and then um, he he ended up coming back by himself, <laughs> and then spoke to the media and said, uh, "Yeah, you know, you know my my family they were cold and we didn't have power." My daughter said, "Well, Dad, we don't have school. Can we go to Cancun?" <laughs> And as a loving father, if you have the available, if you have the capability of doing it, like why wouldn't you? Right. Like why wouldn't you? But but when I got on the plane, I realized something ain't right here. (laughs) 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 And yes, he he only came back because he got caught, man. Only came right. back because he got caught. He left his dog Snowflake at the house, his poodle Snowflake at the house mm. with no electricity. You know how white people get when it comes to animals. Oh my gosh, you left the poodle with no heat. Oh my goodness, left the dog in the car in the cold. <laughs> and then he tried to do some uh, some PR, some damage control. Try to give out some cases of water and food to people. And uh, someone spotted something in the photos. Mm. They said, how, how is it if he's at a food drive? When you look at the photos and you look at the reflections off of the windows and the cars, there's no one else there. It's like it's just the photographers and <laughs> Ted Cruz. Oh. And they were like, how are you if you're at this big food distribution line why is it when he gives the food to people there's no line you don't see a line you just see a car the whole time wow so someone said they think it was staged so hmm. yeah i heard they uh somebody that was involved with the text messages between like them it was like a group message between like his wife and like friends, uh-huh. they they gave the text messages off to the press, and it was like, "Yo, y'all should come with us. <laughs> let me come let me, to Cancun with us. Let me say and this. Like, <laughs> let me say this. White people cannot be trusted. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you friends with Ted Cruz?" And then when he, this happens, you send the you put the text messages out there to they the media. They, getting, they thought they were getting some money, man. To the media. But then when they say, "Keep me anonymous," <laughs> I don't want them to know. <laughs> oh my goodness! 
Like this is this is ridiculous. Hmm. Let's now get to Joe Biden. Joe Biden, little over a month in office. So a little over thirty days in office. Um, just on the surface, from what you know, how's the first thirty days with a President Biden? Nothing I didn't not expect. You know what I'm saying? You know, with the changing of a lot of stuff that Trump did, um, you know, being involved in what's going on in Texas. So nothing I hadn't, nothing new, nothing exciting to me. You know, what about yourself? I mean, I'm not shocked that things are taking a little time. Like it is 30 days. Um, I did mention though, that I'm not waiting until the next election to, to be like, you know, it, I'm, I don't have to wait four years to figure out if he is doing well. I mean, we can find out by the midterm elections, how things are going. I mean, we, we essentially, when I say we, the country is sent our Democrats essentially have power of the Senate for a lot of things because of the split. And then obviously Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker for things. Now you got to get the budget in order first, before you could get that stimulus plan out and tomorrow, not tomorrow, Friday, I believe Congress votes on the $1.9 trillion COVID relief, which is going to help you. There's going to be another stimulus. There's also going to be added unemployment benefits, child care benefits, um, and a myriad of uh, things for small businesses, protections for small businesses and assistance for small businesses, people who should have been getting the SBA loans from the jump, (laughs) who will be getting assistance. So that's good. But um, we still have the issue of student loan debt. Yeah. And it's been a problem way before Biden got here, but he's oh, here yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. He's had some promises. He's made some promises. Right. And uh hopefully they back it up. Um we spoke about this a few weeks ago where we said we believe student loans should be forgiven, especially when you look at the predatory interest rates that these companies Able, these lenders were able to do right right and i think at some point you just have to almost wipe the clink the sleek the slate clean and then put parameters and yes some people are going to benefit and some people aren't like people who paid off their student loans already yeah they right. probably won't get anything back and but i'm also tired of that group saying you know if i can do it you can do it too especially when when you look at the demographics of who is really being hammered by student loan debt are uh, black and brown people who are giving worse interest rates, who are giving less money when it comes to jobs, which means it takes them longer to pay it, which means interest is still going up compared to white counterparts who are doing the exact same thing. So there's a racial element to this. 
so yeah, I believe that there should be student loan forgiveness. Now, how much? Biden said he's he's willing to forgive ten thousand dollars, up to ten thousand dollars. People are asking, look, yeah, I go up it up it up to fifty. Some people are even asking up it up and it up to a hundred thousand dollars. You know, forgive that. What what do you think is a good number for this country to forgive when it comes to student loan debt? I would say about twenty. 20 to 25,000 I would think I mean those that are asking for like a hundred grand are those doctors and stuff like that like think about it you're a doctor and you're making you're making no more money than I am mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but you want I mean I if you got the hundred grand that means my whole mind is going to be completely wiped out from it which, which I'm cool with, of course, but you can't do that for everybody, you know. So I think the average is like thirty to fifty that everybody has. I think. I think fifty is a good number. Obviously, it wouldn't cover, like you said, those who go to med school, get their doctorates, even some people with masters. Right. Now, there are already programs where, if like people within the medical field social services, even law enforcement, that if they then work within law enforcement or nonprofits or government agencies, after 10 years, their loans get forgiven. Right. I think those people who are already working in those entities, I think those are the people that should get their loans fully forgiven. Right, right. Just wipe it out. Yeah. Just be like, look, you were planning on doing it. Let's just do it. All right, you worked five years already mm-hmm. there. Let's not wait another five years to forgive it. Let's let's do it now. Right, right, right. I've spoken to an economist, and they said they are re- there. There is. It looks like there is enough evidence to say that loan forgiveness will help the economy. I mean, it's it's not rocket science. Uh, explain explain why it's not rocket scientist for those listening. Because if you're paying student loans, that's money that's coming out of your pocket. If you don't have to pay those loans, you now have more money to stimulate the economy. <laughs> and, and what are ways you can stimulate the economy, Fad? Let let the let the viewers know that. Hey, spend money on anything. <laughs> Don't spend it on no rims, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't spend it on no rims. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you're buying goods and services. You know what I'm saying? That stimulates the economy. So if you have more money because you're spending less, you can spend on the economy and boom, economy grows even higher. I know one of the big things a lot of people who are seeking the loan forgiveness are also seeking homes and that is right of course and that is the number one thing if you buy homes it really boosts the economy (laughs) buying cars you know if you had if if you had to pay five hundred dollars a month for student loans and now you don't well you know what i could get that car that i've been waiting on Mm-hmm. I can now get a car for the same five hundred that I was paying for a month, right? But it helps or, the 
economy <laughs> exactly instead of going to a private lender also i think something that we need to also discuss on topic of the student loan forgiveness i believe there needs to be some real government like policies to mandate what student lenders can do right because i'm not saying like look people do need i don't think tuition is going to drop so people do need loans, but I think there needs to be better ways, better interest rates. Maybe make, look, I know they got to make money, but some of these interest rates, people are paying like 30, 40%. <laughs> like, like uh, that's where it's criminal. So, so I think there just needs to be better mandates on these student lenders. So then you can make the whole process better, more uh, accessible more transparent for mm-hmm. borrowers and you know also let while we're here tuition also needs that something needs to be done with tuition <laughs> like it's getting out of hand but yeah man th- th- i think those are things that need to happen bobby schmurter yeah yeah Wow. <laughs> he got out early, didn't he? He got out. He's been in there for seven years. Got out. Um wow, it's been seven years. I, yeah. It seemed like it. That's crazy. <laughs> Almost seven years, like six. Like because he got arrested, I think 2015. I don't even think it was four or it could have been 14. But it was the summer of 14 when hot hot niggas came out. Mm-hmm. And, and the rest of the GS9 crew. Yeah, man. Uh so he came out, came out to his mother. Mother made a 50-pound pot of oxtail. Word. <laughs> what would you do if you, what would, look, when this pandemic is over, I think we do need to have like a a big cookout with oxtail. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with, I'm cool with oil down or some curry chicken. <laughs> but yeah like like if my mom like i came out of prison and my mom had a big pot of oxtail i would kind of be disappointed why because i would have rather at all down you're the fourth greatest grenadian yeah and you don't you're not even feeling the national dish i mean come on I, man. I pre- look I prefer Pelau, and I know well, I know yeah, that's yeah, disputed. Yeah. If Pelau's no, no, no. even Grenadian or Trinidadian, it's Grenadian, right? Right. You know, right. I, I claim that. Oil down is not that I don't like it. It's just not like there's so many other more dishes that I would I would before I, before I even get to that. But I got you. But, I got but, you. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's just it's very heavy. Very it's only cer- look. Only certain people can make oil down. That too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had oil down here, and it wasn't as good as somebody doing it back home. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It, it just, I don't know if it's just being back home and having it in a big ass pot on the beach. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what it is. Having oil down at a house here in the US is not really that good. Daft Punk. Y'all told me they split. 
My understanding is they just retired. Which one is it, Fed? Well, see, this thing is I've seen split. Split after 28 years. But then it could but then again, it could just be a retirement thing too. And I mean, if you retire, they split, you're done. <laughs> If you retire, you split. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Semantics, I guess that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, semantics. Oh, geez. A split to me means y'all beefing somehow. No, 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 no. And retirement means y'all just not making any more music. No. I mean, the group, it's a group. You know what I'm saying? If one, if one decides they want to retire... The other one got to retire. <laughs> now, uh, no more. what's your favorite Daft Punk song? I'm going to say one more time. That is they like have, a... They have a lot more like stuff that I like, but I just can't think of the name right now. So I'm going to just say one more time because it's so iconic. People have used it over and over again. Yeah. It's, yeah. And plus, I mean, plus the visuals of the music video is dope too. I, I I do, I do like that song. I'm trying to think. What's the other song that I like from uh, Daft Punk? I know on their last album or the one that I don't even know if there was. What was their last album? Like four or five years ago? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. then yes, Random Access Memories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I do like that album. I, I like um, Lose Yourself to Dance. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Obviously, Get Lucky. Yeah, it was very poppy, but it was good. Yeah. Very, very, very good song. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, they will be missed. Meek Mill in the news again. Did you hear what Meek Mill did? Nah, what did he do this time? Meek Mill. Um, they said earlier this month, uh, lyrics of an unreleased Meek Mill song was leaked. Uh, apparently, the song was uh, from last year. Well, uh, there was a line. And here's the line. Quote, this B I'm effing always tell me that she love me, but she ain't ever show me. Yeah. And if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It'd be another Kobe. Come on, bro. You know, you know what? Have Sway, take it. a few steps back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard. The song, the part of that song where those lyrics came, but it seemed so whack to me, it didn't click at all. Like, me and Meek, like, well, not me and Meek, I think Meek is a little whack to me. There's like maybe one or two songs, you know, everybody loves to make some hype, but dreams a nightmare, dreams a nightmare, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And the black people uh, don't stop believing. Right. <laughs> Just like <laughs> um, that, yeah, look, the line was trash. It's trash. Right, straight trash. It's just yeah. not a good line. It no, rhymes. No, no, no. I understand what he's saying, but just because you understand doesn't mean the line is good. Right, right, right. Um now a lot of people like, even the whole flow of it was just weird to me too. Yes, he was talking about being with a woman and then all of a sudden talking about if I get into a gunfight and I have my chopper, you know, I'm going out with that and, you know, saying that if he has to die like Kobe, he'll do it. Now, 
obviously Kobe Bryant died just over a year ago in a helicopter crash. Vanessa yeah, Bryant then had nothing to do with guns. Yeah, Vanessa Bryant spoke out against McMill. She's very classy with how what she said. She said, "I'm not familiar with your work." But that was pretty uh, distasteful. <laughs> when she said, I'm not familiar with your work, I'm like, ooh. She tried to say, I don't even know who you are. Right, right. But you know what? You know, Meek probably, knowing him, he's from Philly. Kobe's Philly God. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He thought he could get away with it. Because Philly, Philly folks would do some stupid stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't work. It was terrible. Yeah, the bar was just trash. It was a trash bar. Now, at the same time, hip-hop is very irreverent. It's been irreverent. It's based on irreverency. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole... And I'm talking about from the beginning of hip-hop. Like, it was against traditional music. Right, 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 right. People are known for rapping about things and using their poetry and their lyrics... You know, sometimes it's going to be crude. It's going to be cringy. I do believe, though, there are a lot of people who are really upset that it was Kobe Bryant that he used. And look, don't get me wrong. Kobe Bryant's one of the greatest NBA players of all time. His death was tragic. We all know that. But if he had used the name of another NBA player that died tragically, it would just be like, oh, okay. Even even around here, we, we grew up in the era with Len Bias. We know the story right. of Len Bias. Most right. sports fans know the story of Len Bias. If someone made a, a, a line about cocaine and Len Bias, I would not be upset. Now, no, no. I know people who would be upset because we live in the area. We know people who are in close relations with him. People who I know people who know his family. I understand that. They would. But me personally, as a hip-hop fan... If I heard that, I'd be like, mm, okay. And if the bar is good, right, then it's That's good. I'm right, <laughs> like, right. like, huh, that that was that was a good line. But if it's yeah. not good, I'm gonna say it's not good. You know, what I'm saying it'll be a little cringy. It'll be like, oh man, too soon. But it's still a high bar. It's not as bad as Meek. That that was just trash. Yeah, Meek, Meek is just trash. It was it was just trash. It, it was. Ugh. You wanted to say Meek is trash. I know you. No. Want to. So hold on. Meek is. <laughs> Meek is a very interesting character when it comes to hip hop. He's had these like ebbs and flows of, oh he's good, oh he's trash, oh like we trying to get him out of jail because he's in there you know wrongfully, right. Oh, you're out of jail. Great, cool. You're you're this activist now, and it's like, but now you're doing dumb stuff like this, like, like, and it's not just this. Just a few weeks ago, he was clowning kids for asking him for money when they saw him, and they were like, "Yo, you can give more." And he's like, "What do you mean I can give more?" Like, gave him a twenty dollar bill. Yes, it's a little kid. It was little kids. These weren't like teenagers, right? They were like, yo, meek, meek, meek. And he's like, nah, man. Like, I'm not giving you any more money. Like, da, 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 da. Like, and you put it on your and, Instagram. Exactly. Like, you put it out there. Yeah. You put it out there to make everybody like, oh, look what I'm doing for the kids. And then you don't give them nothing. You gave them what a regular person would give them. Yeah. Pulled a Virgil Abloh. 
Perfect. You know, talking about, yeah, my $20. Yeah, here you go. And <laughs> and then you put it out there. And then just other things, like on social media, he's been just wilding about, cons- uh, I don't think conspiracy theories, but like just different things that he has been uh, upsetting fans with. And it's just like, I-, I saw something yesterday where someone said, yo, why can't we just put this man back in jail? Like, <laughs> like it's gotten to that point for some fans. They're kind of like, yo, we we caped for you to get you out because of the injustices of the, of the, um, you know, legal system. And it's like, you know what? And you, you're now shaming us right now. So right, some right, people right. are just upset with Meek Mill and they want to see him. Uh, they want to see him see his demise coming up soon. Uh, that'll wrap it up here for our sports free zone. Let's now get to part four and the final part of our black history in sports. Let's for we're going to talk about some prominent college coaches. Let's start with Clarence Big House Gaines. Remember you're familiar with Clarence Big House Gaines, Dad? No, I don't think I am. He is uh coach Winston Salem State for 47 years. He also was one of the winningest college head coaches. Um, he Before graduating, he became a coach. Um, he was an outstanding collegiate player, football player at Morgan State. That's why they call him Big House. Um, I'm trying to get to how many wins. Oh, NCAA championship in 1967. I believe Division II, but it was a big deal because still black colleges could not really compete for national titles on the D1 level. Um, but 1967 was the national champion. CIAA champion, 1953, 57, 60, 61, 63, 66, 70, and 77. NCAA Division II College Coach of the Year, 1967. Coach of the Year, the CIAA for many years. In the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. And I'm trying to get through some notable... I know he coached some notable players. One of them being... Earl the Pearl Monroe. Nice. Yes. Um, also, um, Stephen A. Smith. Oh. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith got screwed, uh, got recruited there and, and played for a little bit before he had an injury. Um, Cleo Hill, uh, the first African-American from HBCU to be drafted in the first round of the NBA in 1961. He also coached him. So, yeah, man, Clarence Big House Gaines, he did pass away in 2005 at the age of 81. And like I said, meant coached four years, 47 years, excuse me. Here's his here's his record, Thad. Oh, 828 wins, 447 losses. Wow. Nearly, nearly a two to one win ratio. Yeah. 47 year career basically 20 victories a year that's pretty good <laughs> almost 20 victories a year for Clarence Big House Gaines let's also get to Eddie Robinson familiar with Eddie Robinson then oh yes sir yep yeah longtime head coach of Grambling State University he also coached uh, he coached a football team from 1941 to 1997. Also coached a basketball team from 43 to 56. 
with a 408 wins, 165 losses, and 15 ties, with 9-6 and in bowl games. When it comes to championships, the Black College National Championship, nine-time champion in 17 SWAC titles. Coached some notable players, um, Doug Williams, who went on to then become the first black quarterback to end up winning the Super Bowl. Also, um, I had the list here. Where was that list? Ah, here we go. Willie Brown, I believe he coached too. I'm going to look that up real quick. Yep. Coach Willie Brown, who's in the Hall of Fame. Buck Buchanan. And Charlie Joyner. All four of those guys made it to the Hall of Fame. The Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mentioned Doug Williams. Gary Big Hands Johnson. Buck Buchanan. And Tank Younger are in the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, man. And when he retired, I believe he was the winningest head coach in all of college football history on any level. Wow. Mm. And now let's talk about Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is the head coach at Jackson State University. Deion Sanders is a pro football Hall of Famer, multiple Super Bowl champion. The best cornerback in NFL history. Facts. One of the best football players in NFL history. Yeah. One of the best athletes in sports history. Yeah. He was a pretty good baseball player, too. Pretty good baseball player. He is now the head coach at Jackson State University. They started their season last week. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Got a win over a... And a IHBCU mm-hmm. beat them pretty bad. I think they put up 50 on them. Yep. Also, they since Dion's been there, they've been recruiting some five stars, four stars. Yeah, they've, they've been taking a lot of kids away from big time programs. Mm-hmm. How long does Dion need to stay there to start? First. We kind of spoke about this last week about HBCU sports, athletics. I always thought that basketball would be the easiest sport to then get attention on HBCU athletics, to then boost HBCU athletics, to then have them competing, not just in their conferences, but competing against power five the national, conferences. The national scale. Yeah. Exactly. Basketball, basketball is the easiest. I think it's the easiest, of course, but if Deion Sanders... Oh, actually, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to let you finish up. No, because I was going to say, because one or two five-star, four or five-star basketball players can completely turn a, a team around like with the quickness. But football, I think it takes a couple years. Mm-hmm. Only because, like Dion, 
the team that he has there right now, it's not all his players. Yeah, you're, for it's sure. not all his recruits. You know what I'm saying? So I think it. I think at the four year, I think the four year mark is when we could actually start to see if what he's doing is going to change the landscape for HBCUs. Yeah, I hope so, and I hope he stays. I hope he stays more. I hope he's one of these coaches that stay there for 15 plus years. Because if Deion Sanders is there, he's going to be able to recruit. Not only that, you're going to get guys who are going to say, look, if Deion's able to do it, I can do it too down there. Right, right. I could sacrifice the big money at a power five school. I could go down there and be the man on an HBCU campus. Deion Sanders is the man in Jackson, Mississippi right now. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. (laughs) But you know what? It could probably happen sooner. Well, the reason why I say the four-year mark, because usually the four-year mark is when the whole team, especially football-wise, the whole team is your recruits. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say the four-year mark, where the four-year mark could be the start of the baseline of the changes that could be made or the changes that should be made and could happen. Um, But it could possibly happen happen sooner if they start playing these power five teams. Like, you know how they usually do where they'll, the power five would have one of these teams come in and play mm-hmm. a tune-up game and whatnot. Yeah. A couple of those and they come out winning or making a great game out of it could definitely probably boost it, boost that move for a little bit quicker. Perfect. Yeah, man. I, I, I believe so. And, I, and like I said, if Dion starts getting success there, I think other guys are going to be more willing to go down to the swack and the MIAC and um, other conferences that have HBCUs and say, Hey, I want to do what Dion's doing. Let's do that here and, right. and, and start getting the great talent back into HBCUs. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I think that, I think that is for sure uh, the goal. And I think it could happen. I think it, I think it definitely could happen. Uh, let's now wrap up the show. Big Thad, before we get out of here, man, I want to thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. You know how it goes. Got any shout outs before we get out of here? You know what? Shout out to our cousins, man. You know, we don't, the past couple weeks has been a little, it's been a little bit dry in our uh, group text messages and we haven't had like a FaceTime a FaceTime meeting. In true, a true. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to our cousins. Love y'all. Hope everybody's safe. Um, all of our friends, close friends, we just hope y'all are safe and everything. And uh, make sure you tell your friends about the podcast. You know what I'm saying? We got the podcast. We got the YouTube live. You know, let's get some interaction. Maybe even go to Twitch. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, let's see what happens, man. But it... it, it it happens with our friends and family, man. Mm-hmm. You know, getting the things out. So, shout out to our friends and family. 
Yep, yep, yep. Uh, shout out to OSS980, Harold D, Jeff, Aaron. Look, shout- I don't even know if you say shout out to Harold. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Soggy Nachos. Shut your face. Um, 4th and 13, What You Expect podcast. Shout out to also our businesses, um, all those, our listeners that support us. Just want to remind you all to subscribe to the podcast where podcasts are available. And that includes Anchor, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Anything else before we get out of here, Big Thad? Nah, man, just have a good rest of the week. You know, shine your light. You know what I'm saying? Have a great, don't let this COVID hold you down, but be safe. Yep, yep, yep. Until next time, everyone. Sports reality. Peace. Peace.